the podcast the only podcast about books i'm tim i'm tom and we are booksmen yes tom uh-huh right off the bat i want to i got something to say go for it this is uh your platform i seem to have uh drummed up a bit of controversy here on books the podcast uh, how so um in an effort to drive engagement tom <laughs> uh-huh. once again something that's not important for patreon we all know that it's uh the the currency of the web uh-huh. engagement i'm sorry my car alarm's going <laughs> off hey that guy took my hubcaps <laughs> um I, I ran a little bit of a contest, hashtag suit squad, uh-huh. the suit squad uh, sweepstakes. Uh-huh. Um, and also, Tim, like uh, Patreon doesn't need hashtags. Like it's a private community behind a paywall. Yeah, but I just think it's helpful for everybody to, you know, engage as much as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, use the hashtags. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so uh, a nice man. Hey, let's get the hashtag trending. Yeah, let's get it trending. Hashtag Suit Squad. And let's that's what this tr- is all about. Let's this get is all it about trending on Patreon. This is all about the Suit Squad, Tom. Uh-huh. Thomas Wilson, a great man. Uh-huh. Guest um closest to when my suit would be delivered. <laughs> As we all know now, it's delivered on my birthday. It's a very nice uh, surprise. Um and he won the prize. Mm-hmm. Which was a copy of 2001 A Space Odyssey by Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah. The very copy that I'm reading. Yeah, I'm looking at it with my own bag. two eyes. Um, He had the choice. It was revealed for either that, uh, he can get that prize, or he could trade it in for the mystery prize. A jumping spider. Well, he tried, he, yeah. He yeah. didn't know that was the mystery well, prize. Well, that because that's the nature yeah. of a mystery I prize. I didn't know either, to be Nobody honest. Nobody knew. Uh, you knew. Uh, at the time, let's say, yeah, I knew, <laughs> I knew what the mystery prize was. <laughs> you asked me off, Mike, if I knew what it was. I was like, of course I know what it's going to be. Um, I tried. <laughs> In a panic, Google, can you buy jumping spiders? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short, I couldn't ship the, the spider to he Thomas. He lives outside the United States of America. I think Thomas is pretty miffed at the moment. <laughs> Understandably. Yeah, Tim. You know, he he he, he won a prize, and uh, he found out that instead you tried to send him a scary creature in the mail. Yeah, I thought it'd be a, a funny thing, um, and also he. Uh, so anyway, mm-hmm. couldn't send him the spider. Yeah, I think I pissed him off. Mm-hmm. Oh, and basically I said, okay, you can go for a second mystery prize. <laughs> Or you can just go for the book. You have the option. And he wrote, I've spent some time thinking about it, and I think it will switch over to the book. Yeah. I feel satisfied knowing what the mystery prize could have been, and I'm a little worried Tim will find <laughs> something even worse to send. LOL. So, you know. It's unfortunate the because that, like, the mystery prize this week was $10,000 exactly. cash. <laughs> um, I tempted fate once, but now I'm going to go with the guarantee. Yeah. And then... To drive it home, he DM'd us. It was like, I'm not sure if you saw, but please just send me the book, not <laughs> something don't else. Send me a spider in the mail. <laughs> and I wrote back, mm-hmm. okay, is this because of the spider? 
<laughs> Which I thought it would be funny to continue the bit. Yeah. Thomas didn't want to continue the bit. Um, and then I had to write back sincerely, like, I wouldn't have sent you a spider. And, uh, mm. hey, this is me taking off the mask, Tom. I'm not going to send somebody a spider through the mail. I'm yeah, it was a- too expensive. It was too expensive, number one. <laughs> number two, I'm so afraid of uh, litigation of any kind. <laughs> I'd be destroyed in discovery, Tom. Uh, especially in some kind of international court, some kind of yeah. international criminal court. They yeah. get Interpol no. coming after you. I was never going to send anybody a spider. But now I have to like think of something nice to send to Thomas. In he just to- wants the fucking book. Just send I know, him but book. I'll send him something nice as well. <laughs> then you don't have to send him anything. Just send him maybe a pocket watch. <laughs> a pocket watch. Oh, remember when we were in Paul's wedding party yeah. to give us those pocket watches? Maybe I'll give him my pocket watch. Aren't they engraved with our initials? Yeah. Um, you know what? I found that pocket watch recently. Mm-hmm. Tim, that, that's actually like a pretty nice pocket watch. Oh, really? That's a, that's a wind-up pocket watch. On our other podcast, we were just talking about watches for a minute. Yeah. And that is because uh, I was like, oh, the battery in this thing's got to be dead by now. Open it up. No, it's, it's a mechanical watch. Yeah. No well, battery Tom- required. Yeah. In that case, Thomas, I'm not sending you a pocket yeah, watch. Yeah, it's a nice watch. Look, you're just getting the book. Okay. All you did was guess a date that a suit was going to come. Why do you think you deserve more than a book? Wow. Tim has turned against the suit squad. <laughs> Uh, no, the sweep the, the the suit squad sweepstakes is over, but hashtag suit squad lives on. <laughs> Please continue to use uh, to get that uh, hashtag trending. And we're only like a week and a half away from you wearing that suit out in public for the Ooh, first yeah. time. Yeah, maybe I'll post some pics. Yeah, is there gonna I, be a photo booth at this wedding? I would imagine there has to be right. We we went to a wedding recently, uh, me and my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and uh, no photo booth. And uh, it wasn't something until afterwards. I was like, ah, that's like the first wedding I've been to in a while without a photo booth. And I uh, kind of miss it. Fun. Yeah, I photo like the booths photo are booth. fun. You know what? I say you don't even need all the wigs and hats and funny glasses. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a little too much pressure to uh, like find if, a unique angle. Not on, if on you're like real problems. drunk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> then you're just like, I put that on and that on. And then just take a picture looking unfocused at the camera. Tom, we... Um, but I agree. Even even just a photo booth with, uh, with no props or anything, still a lot of fun. Great yeah. memories. We went to a wedding, mm-hmm. to the same wedding uh, back in October. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> uh, we were the only people really that we knew there. Yes. Pretty much. Um, and, uh, my wife was very pregnant, so I went with you and your girlfriend and I just, uh, I feel bad. I glommed onto you guys the whole time. No, that's fine. AJ was there, but he yeah. was in the wedding. So it's like, uh, yeah, he had duties. Yeah, he did duties in the toilet. <laughs> he did duties in the car? <laughs> in the toilet. Tom. Oh, in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. He's allowed to. <laughs> I know. We're all allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I feel like this wedding coming up is uh-huh. like a true, like, it's going to be filled, like, wall to wall, people that we know. Yes, yeah. Great friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited for this. who's who. Yeah. How, uh, are you a wedding guy? Do you like weddings? Yeah, I like weddings. Yeah, I really like weddings. Yeah, I don't like uh, sitting through ceremonies. Tom? You know, I love sitting through ceremonies. Look, we're behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. 
I trust everybody here. Can, the, the hashtag suit squad can really keep it a secret. I'm considering skipping the ceremony for this one. Oh, is there a ceremony for I haven't really looked at the itinerary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long is the ceremony? No, luckily, none of our friends pay for our Patreon. So. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I think uh, I think like it's like maybe 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 they allotted an hour, but it's not going to take an hour. Oh, like yeah. it always starts late because yeah. they want people to be in the seats for the right, boring right. part. Look, I'm happy that people get married. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that a ceremony exists. Mm-hmm. I'm not a guy that you want at a ceremony. The, the only thing that might happen is that, like, I might get a, a case of the giggles and ruin everything. <laughs> Man, this uh, I, I'll I'll be light on the details here, but uh, this wedding that uh, that I went to recently that 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 didn't have the photo booth, but was otherwise like a, a very fun uh, you know reception, uh, had a church ceremony that the. We were staying in, ho- in the hotel where the reception was going to be. Church ceremony, a half hour drive away. Oh, and then you had to come and back. An hour long church <laughs> mass. Oh, they had like readings and stuff? Tim, we had to stand the entire time. What? It was not a Catholic church. Uh, and uh, and you thought Catholic churches were bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was like, it was insane. It, it was like. Uh, you know, I know it's actually not that bad to you know sit through an hour of church. Yeah, stand through stand an hour through an hour of church. Of church. Yeah. But uh, but at on the other uh, side, it was real bad. <laughs> and like that's it. what you did on a Saturday. Yeah, that's how they want you to spend your Saturday. And I had to you know, like I said, drive a half hour there and then drive a half hour yeah. back. And uh, yeah, before you could. Uh, well, I was going to say before you could get loaded, but, uh, you know, uh, it was uh, sparsely staffed, the the wedding. You know, a lot of places have trouble uh, with staffing right now. Mm-hmm. So it was like hard. No to one get... wants to work. Tom. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> it was hard to get loaded because, uh, <laughs> you know, there were like lines because there was only like uh, one or two supply bartenders. Supply chain issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were plenty of supplies. I've been to... Weddings. Well, getting the chain, getting them into the customer's hands. Yes, or, uh, that was yeah. the supply chain issue. Yeah. It was like, just let me behind the bar, do a self serve bar. That that can't end in <laughs> tragedy. <laughs> Open bar, you just let it happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm thinking of maybe. No, just I'm saying self serve, like no bartender, just yeah, help yourself. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you're buying the liquor anyway. I think there just needs to be a finite supply of liquor there. But people aren't going to be like, oh, well, I want my fellow man to have enough liquor, too. Well, yeah, if there's a finite supply, then I'm going to be like, well, let me quickly fill up two pint yeah. glasses of whiskey and put them on the table. <laughs> Barf all that up by 8.30 p.m. Tim, I mean, that's the thing. I think probably, like, pound for pound, the most times I've, like, barfed have been where it's like there's an open bar but it's only for an hour yeah exactly (laughs) that's the worst like you think that's great but that's actually not what you want 
That happened to me one time, and I threw up all over the <laughs> front window of a bar. <laughs> and then uh, I came back into the bar, and the bartender was like, did you just vomit all over the <laughs> window? Did I just watch you vomit all over the window, and you came back in here and are ordering a new drink? <laughs> I threw up all the other ones outside. And I said, uh, that wasn't me. That was this guy, and I pointed to our friend Jeff, who is with me. Uh, uh, DIY luminary Jeff Rosenstock. We were uh, children at the time, uh-huh. um, and Jeff just looked at me and went, "Why would you say that?" And Jeff got kicked out, and then I had another drink. <laughs> but like the obvious drunk guy who they just watched vomit all over the window, um, like. Uh, yeah. He blamed another guy, and they were just like, well, we believe this guy. <laughs> well, what incentive would this man have for lying? Yeah. Um, problem drinking, Tom. Uh, always a good time. Yeah, so I think I'm going to skip the ceremony. Nobody's going to know. Yeah, that's Who, true. Like, will the bride and groom know? If anything no, funny happens, I'll be pissed off. Like, if yeah, there's like a. An America's Funniest yeah, Video situation. Exactly. And I would like. Like, I wouldn't give consent. Uh, they'd have to blur out my face anyway. But, like, I, I would still be pissed off. But, like, you would fill me in. And so when I saw the bride and oh, groom later. but I have to go? Well, you, you're you going to go. You're a rule follower. <sighs> Maybe this time I'm not. Also, you don't have a great excuse the way that I have oh, a great yeah, excuse. You've, oh, yeah, you've got that baby. You can just be yeah. like the baby screams during never, ceremonies. Well, I'm not going to bring the baby to the wedding. No, but I, that that's what you could say. I can't bring the baby to the wedding. It screams well, during ceremonies. No, the baby's not invited to the wedding. But it's going to be the first time we're leaving the baby and going out. Uh, and so we can just be like, oh, there was an issue when we were trying yeah. to leave and we had to come late. And Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I guess you can use your dog as an excuse. Ooh. She crapped everywhere. No, I mean, I actually, like, uh, you know, I am trying to figure out the timing as far as, like, leaving her, uh, you know, alone. Hmm. I'll have to, I'll have to give this some We're going to destroy these tapes. <laughs> no, why are we saying this all on audio? Because <laughs> we're drunk. One of our very good friend's wedding, and we're like, how can we avoid the well, part? We want to go to the party. How can we avoid the part where you're not allowed to drink? <laughs> How can we skip that part? You know, the important part. <laughs> the important part, Tom. The best thing I ever did with my wedding was uh, had the the ceremony. Nobody was allowed to go to it. Well, that's because the marriage wasn't legal. It was legal. It was just... Uh, uh, I don't know, Tim. <laughs> she was very young. <laughs> Tom, you can't say things like that. <laughs> <sighs> Tom, last week we spent way too much time talking about Tom ha- Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Now uh, let's talk about Tom Hanks. Yeah, can we talk about Tom yeah, Hanks? Yeah, all right. Let's do it. He He just had a Will Smith situation. I don't think he had a Will Smith situation. He was screaming at somebody to leave his wife alone. Yeah, but he didn't slap somebody, and it wasn't over a joke. It was somebody, it was some a-hole who not... Well, like always, Tom Hanks did it the right way. Right? Yeah. Like, nobody, like, he's still a Mr. Nice Guy, America's dad, protecting uh, his wife. Yeah. Who, like, don't you, doesn't everybody wish that, like, 
why do I need to dump on Rita Wilson? <laughs> but like, how were you gonna dump on her? Don't you think Tom Hanks should be like married to like a Julia Roberts? Well, get the hell out of here! No, another sweetheart. No, I'd rather Rita Wilson isn't also America's sweetheart. No, she's not as famous, but sh- but people love her. I'd the rather- two of them created Chet. Hayes together. <laughs> I'd rather be married to Rita Wilson than uh, than Julia Roberts. What? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, well, how do they say rubbers? <laughs> rubbers. Each, of the, each of them. Tim, of course, is referring to Julia Roberts' questionable Southern accent in Steel Magnolias when she says they put rubbers on my car, and she says they put rubbers on my car. <laughs> How do you think Rita Wilson would handle that? She'd be like, my hair and makeup wasn't done in time. I'm very angry. Is that what you think Rita Wilson's like? Yeah. I don't think she's like that. I mean, she was tweeting that. Um, when, I think it was the Golden Globes before mm-hmm. they got canceled, mm-hmm. was giving Tom Hanks uh, like Lifetime Achievement Award. Do you remember that? No. And he like had lost his voice that day or something. Oh, so like, Hello, I'm Tom Hanks. Hello. But, like, she was tweeting all the way, like, I hired a hairdresser, and she hasn't shown up yet. I have a very important night. And it's like, don't tweet this yeah, stuff, Rita yeah, Wilson. Like, you don't need to do this. Yeah. What what, what, what does that accomplish? Look, I don't think anybody should uh, almost knock her down when they're leaving a restaurant, causing right. Tom Hanks to uh, lose his cool. Yeah. But, like, that was an acceptable losing of cool. Oh, and, absolutely. And, like, he just yeah. said, hey, back the fuck off. Is that what he said? Uh, don't don't touch my fucking wife or back 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 the fuck off. Yeah, I think maybe just back the fuck off. And then like you almost or back yeah, yeah you almost strip my wife. You almost yeah. knock my wife. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, very bold of Tom Hanks to scream at people like that. Um, when there are like five ten thousand cameras. You on know, them. five burly security yeah, guards. Yeah, yeah. Right there too. So if somebody took a, a swing at old Hanks, uh, yeah, that that person would be dismantled. Yeah. Um, um, although watching that clip too, that like what a you know not to be like uh, celebrities have it tough, but like what a nightmare to be like out to dinner with your wife and as you're just like watching people collect outside the restaurant, just being like. Like when we leave, we're gonna have to get through all those people that are gonna try and get something from us. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think like he likes it. You ever hear Jerry Seinfeld talk about that? No, where he's just like, oh, I love being famous. I love that. Like, what would you want to like nobody to know who you are to be some kind of nobody? No, this is the best. <laughs> well, but Jerry and, like, Seinfeld's a maniac. Yeah. Um. There was a big... Uh, what do you want to be? Some nobody who can't date a 17-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with it. <laughs> um, uh, it, Tom Hanks did a, a very long, in-depth uh, interview with the New mm-hmm. York Times. It was published last weekend. Tom, you got to read it. It's great. But uh, at some point, fairly long into the interview, the mm-hmm. interviewer asked... Is this the longest you've ever been interviewed without getting asked about? Uh, you've ever been interviewed without getting asked about being nice? Mm-hmm. His response: Am I nice? I don't know. I think he might be cultivating a bad boy image. <laughs> yeah, I think that he's planting the seed 
and then you stage a little meltdown. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I was saying to you, he's playing Colonel Tom Parker, who, yeah. you know, is famously a bad guy, screwed Elvis out of a ton of money. It's a heel turn, Tom. It's a heel turn. It's a classic Hank's heel turn. Yeah. Can't wait for it. Oh, I'm excited. Um, I mean, when Hanks plays, it's rare that he plays bad guys, but he is a good bad guy because he can be like menacing because he's nice. I've never seen, like, I know he's a bad guy in Road to Perdition. Yeah. I never saw that movie. Well, that was more of a, like, he was still the protagonist, but he was... That movie looked like everything the whole time would move in slow motion (laughs) in, like, sepia tones. Yeah, I mean, that. I think that is what, like, a lot of the movie is. (laughs) But, like, uh, in that really bad movie, what was it called? The The Circle? No, I never saw that. Um... No, the one uh, Jupiter's Jupiter, not a Jupiter ascending, but the, the other Wachowski's one, the, movie? yeah, the other Wachowski, uh, the the David Mitchell book, yeah, um, he, like he plays a character, he plays like one or two characters in there that are like bad guys, and like uh, he seems like he's having fun with it. He seems like he's really, it's one of those movies. It's him and Halle Berry, and they each play like uh, ten different characters or something, yeah. But, Plays a couple of uh, real scenery-munching bad guys, and uh, seems like he's having fun with it. Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas, that's what it's called. Phew. I would love to see, bring him in, make him like the bad guy in uh, uh, like a Mission Impossible movie or something. Or make him a good guy in it. (laughs) Hey, make him- uh, Ethan Hunt. Make him Ethan Hunt. Or he can take over for Ving Rhames. Was that the same New York Times interview where uh, they asked him about those uh, 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 Dan Brown books, Dan Brown movies? Oh, and yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, that was for money. <laughs> it's like, those are pretty bad, weren't they? I mean, he was basically saying, uh, like, it, it actually came out of the conversation with, with Cloud Atlas, where he was, like, really defending Cloud Atlas and mm-hmm. was just kind of like, um, like people didn't didn't understand that movie, and it's yeah. like a great movie. Um, but he's like, violence is glamorous and gorgeous, but it's cynical, and I'm not a cynic. Mm. And the next question was, making those Robert Langdon sequels <laughs> wasn't a little cynical. And he said, "Oh God, that was a commercial enterprise. <laughs> yeah, those Robert Langdon sequels are hooey. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code was hooey. I mean, Dan Brown, God bless him, says here is a sculpture in a place in Paris. No, it's way over there. See how a cross is formed on a map? Well, it's sort of a cross." <laughs> um, said there are delightful scavenger hunts that are about as accurate to history as James Bond movies are to espionage, but there is cynical. As a crossword puzzle, Tom. He's saying that they're not cynical. Mm. They were just supposed to be but mindless think, diversions. But I think the the guy wasn't saying the movies are cynical. He's saying Tom Hanks was cynical for like taking those roles. Yeah, and I think his thing was like, oh, they were shitty. Like yeah. they were hooey, but like that's what they were sold as, and yeah. that's what like we knew we were making just like a stupid diversion for people. Yeah, well, and and a lot of money. That's what he said about all those pornos he was in, too. <laughs> he was in a bunch of pornos? Like, you got to read this interview, Tom. Yeah. Well, I've been meaning to watch his bosom buddies that he's in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be hot. Tom, I, uh, I'm reading a book. Yeah. 2001, 
a space odyssey. Oh, I got to tell my dog, hey, Ginger, stop licking. Stop. Well, take the salt lick out of here. <laughs> I can't get my... my you, you're always confusing dogs and horses. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, <laughs> every, get these lolly, they get that giant lollipop away from her. You can't put that in her bed with her and expect her not to lick the lollipop. Every, every week you come over and you go, oh, you know, I say this every week, but that really is the smallest horse I've ever seen. And <laughs> <laughs> ride it. She gets into, uh, she'll start licking her paws and then she just like gets into like a trance about it. She's been doing it for like 10 minutes straight. It's been driving me nuts. You know, that happens when I start to rub my eyes. Does that happen with you? You ever rub your <laughs> eyes and it's just like, suddenly it's just like. Not for like 10 minutes. Well, that's what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. I rub it. Be careful. <laughs> Don't rub your eyes too hard. <laughs> Sometimes rubbing red. your eyes feels real good uh, though. Yeah. Oh, you should try. Uh, I, I got, uh, for, for Christmas, Laura, this, uh, like eye massager. You'd probably love it. What is it? What is it? It, it <laughs> looks like a VR headset, but it's got like, it, it's got heat and it goes like, oh, and like rubs your eyes for you. Huh? Yeah. If when she takes it off, her eyes all red. <laughs> No, it, it like does it just enough. <laughs> does she cry in that machine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a crying machine you can go inside for a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. Be into that. It feels nice. And it yeah. like massages your temples too. Yeah. Real nice. You know, my body is my temple. <laughs> well, then I, it doesn't massage your whole body. I don't want to oversell this thing. <clears throat> he said as he uh, took a sip of. Gross beer. <laughs> Tom, mm-hmm. we're on to, uh, to uh, part four. Okay, part four or five of five. No, part f- four of six, but we're going to do five, five and, and six, six. Okay. next week. For the thrilling conclusion of 2000. I am so excited to watch this movie now, Tom. Oh, you're going to watch it too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's more fun is... when we both watch a movie. Yeah, together? Yeah, I mean, if well, Let's you want. get some popcorn. <laughs> But like when when I you know like uh well I can't, I'm saying that but I'm realizing that I didn't watch all of On the Road because it was just like bad right. <laughs> but if I but any any book I've read for this podcast that I've liked I've like w- then wanted to watch the movie. Another thing is, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Um, but another thing on top of that is everybody always talks about how impenetrable the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey is. And it's just like, oh, you just got to feel it. And like people don't understand the plot. And then this movie, came, this book came out like two years after the movie came out. Right. Because like he was still like tinkering with it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like we got a leg up on this movie. We're going to yeah, be like. Or we're going to understand what's going on. Yeah. Which is like not always a given with Kubrick, and sometimes you just got to be like, "Oh yes, oh, Jack oh. Torrance was in the Overlook Hotel the whole time back <laughs> in the nineteen twenties." I guess that was based on a book, and that didn't help. Well, but he changed a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess he changed a lot with this. Is very different, but is it? Uh, I, that's what you said that they like were working on this together, and then they like diverged. Yeah. But I mean, I guess probably like the basics are maybe the same. I guess we'll Hal find Hal is in both of them. I guess we'll we'll find out when we watch it. Do you remember what happened last week? 
no. The mission to Saturn. Yes, now I remember it. Tom, before we get into this, I just want to award the comment of the week. (laughs) (laughs) That's the new... uh, the new segment that we have here. Yeah, last I, fi- week, I figured that out. Uh, last week it was about uh, you not knowing the uh, pulling a major blunder, not knowing <laughs> the, the first song on Kid A. Um, <laughs> this week comes from Melanie Halley. Tim, is it just going to be another person criticizing me? No, this is actually a criticism <laughs> okay. of me. Remember when I was like, oh, they're doing a, a mission to Jupiter. No, wait, Saturn. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, no. Is it Jupiter or Saturn? No, they're going to Saturn, but they're passing by Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Melanie wrote, uh, when I was a kid, I loved lasagna so much that my favorite <laughs> planet was Jupiter because I thought it looked like lasagna. On behalf of lasagna everywhere, I express offense that Saturn and Jupiter could possibly be confused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's kinda, a blunder it, on my part. It kind of looks like lasagna. It's got layers. La 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 lasagna. Yeah, it's a good song. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, you know what? There was this kid at my uh, bus stop in elementary school, Brandon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He claimed the words of. Uh, Weird Al's lasagna was la 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 lasagna, spaghetti and meatballs, my favorite pasta. That's not the words to lasagna. <laughs> what are the words to lasagna? <laughs> it's term? not that. Tell you that much, Brandon. Spaghetti and meatballs, pour some more marinara. I remember those yeah. words. Um, and that's a good song. Huh? <laughs> Anyway, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to look, I had to talk about the book. You talk about the book, I'll look up the lyrics No, no, no. I'm listening, I can No, no, because this is your part. You had to tell me what happened last week. Oh, no, I already told you I didn't remember. Do you remember the spaceship that they're on, Discovery? Yeah. And it's- It's uh, two dudes. David Bowie. David, yeah. Bowman? Yeah. Um, And uh, Poole. John Poole. Harry Poole, I think. Uh-huh. Look, uh, my notes are bad. Harry, a uh, Harry Poole, huh? Gross. Frank Poole, sorry. Um, yeah, those those were, I'm looking at it, uh, the, the, my favorite boss is not a lot. Yeah, there. no, no. Brandon, like... He, he Brandon or Brandon? Brandon. Okay. I mean, he did have some. I don't want you besmirching uh, some other kid. He did have one good original parody song, um, but it was just <laughs> wait. The, the, this kid Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but it wasn't. It was just one line. It was a parody of "We Didn't Start the Fire." Is it? it I didn't fart. You liar. Yeah. <laughs> Tim. I mean, that's. Yes, it is a good line, but it's uh, it's very obvious. <laughs> that wasn't a Brendan original. No, Tim. Everybody came up with that. I didn't fart, you liar. Yeah. And then, yeah, who knows mm. what the rest would be. It, uh, look, if somebody comes up with a whole song based on that, I'd like to hear it. Billy Joel already did. No, but I didn't. Not we didn't start the fire. Oh, like a whole full length parody, and it has to all be about farting. Set to we didn't start the fire. Yeah, but how do you get so many? Like, it's impossible. <laughs> it can't be done, Dom. Oh, I hope Weird Al like... is listening to this right now. He'd yeah, have to retire after that. Yeah, 
Tom, do you want? I'm going to talk about the book in a second. Okay. Um, they're they're on a mission to 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 Saturn. Um, the two of them are awake, in, mm-hmm. and they have like their their routines. They, yeah, they like overlap, right? But then they go into cryo sleep. Well, no, the, there's there's three other dudes in uh, hibernation mode. Okay. Um, and they're going to be woken up at some point, but they're going to Saturn. Um, and then like I think five years later. Um, another ship, presumably, like they're planning on getting to come and bring them home. Okay. Um. But really, the ship is is piloted by Hal. Yes. The the AI, which doesn't have to sleep. Right. Um. So, anyways, so th- those two dudes, and uh, but then it was like, oh, only Hal knows. They said only Hal knows, mm-hmm. but like in like the true um goal of this oh, uh, right, yeah. mission but or the true mission that they're on mm-hmm. but it turns out these hibernating guys also know right hal's the only conscious being that knows right um so yeah and then remember they went through like those asteroids and they put like mm. probes out and stuff and it was basically just us learning about um, space yeah and this <laughs> not more than just space <laughs> just like what this what this discovery mission is doing but not really. Right. Or like the day-to-day of, of this discovery mission. Um, so now they're like a billion miles from Earth. Yeah, right. Well, it's just a story, Tom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Suspend disbelief here. Oh, I was going to ask you, do you want to go see Weird Al at Carnegie Hall? <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. Um, it's like almost sold out. I think we're gonna have to buy tickets on StubHub. They're like three hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> oh each. well, then I don't know. Maybe about it's in October. I think the prices might come down. Did you see uh, uh, Noel Gallagher of Oasis recently said that he thinks fiction books are bullshit? <laughs> yeah, stuff that didn't. <laughs> why waste his time reading stuff that didn't even happen? <laughs> he said that he thinks they're a fucking waste of time. I love that. Yeah, we should get him on books the podcast. I feel that way about like uh, TV shows. I feel like I get invested in the plot of uh, serialized TV shows. Uh huh. And it's just like, oh, what's gonna happen next? Yeah, like what's Barry gonna do? And it's just like, I don't know, a fake guy. What's he gonna do? It doesn't matter. It doesn't have any effect on anything. Yeah, I well, I I've been watching this uh, Obi Wan Kenobi show, which I love. It's great. But uh, like so many times, uh, episodes end, and it's like, oh man, what's gonna happen? And it's like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. I watched three other movies about <laughs> what happens after all this. Yeah. Well, uh, it's like, we're oh stupid. no, are they gonna kill Obi Wan Kenobi? No, I saw how he dies in the first Star Wars movie. Yeah. Well, now you've spoiled the first Star Wars movie for me, Tom. Uh, all right. So they continue on their mission. Hmm. Uh. Uh, this guy Frank Poole, mm-hmm. he's up now. Um, there's a it's his birthday. Oh, that's nice. There's a birthday celebration for him, and he thinks like, uh, you know, oh, this is weird that like people are singing happy birthday to me, but like that happened an hour ago because the way like yeah. the length for the transmission to happen is uh so long. And also, it's like his birthday is kind of irrelevant because it's like, oh, that's based on where the earth's position is <laughs> and i'm not on earth anymore i know but it's we don't we don't like 
celebrate birthdays as like a scientific thing. It's it's a way to like uh, make know? somebody We've feel special. We've never celebrated uh, off-world birthdays. Maybe we won't. Well, what a, a sad future. Yeah. <laughs> That's the future like Elon Musk wants. No more birthdays on Mars. He wants his own birthday. Yeah, it's my birthday every day on Mars. <laughs> um, and everybody has to tell me how funny I am. But guess what? Fucking who's the killjoy for the the birthday party? Hal probably. Hal. Hal's probably Hal's probably bringing up the same points I am, right? <laughs> Actually, on Earth, uh, the position is relative to where we are now. So Pool and Bowman there. Mm-hmm. Um, like Hal's like, there's a problem. Um. Pool and Bowman are like trying to figure it out. And there's Hal's, no, there's not enough birthday candles. No, Hal's like, guess what it is? It appears to be in the AE-35 unit. Mm, hate when that happens. Yeah. Um, he's like, guess what? You got 72 hours. Tops. You have to go outside of the spaceship. Uh, into, into space. Using this thing, Betty. We'll hear about Betty later. Okay. Uh, it just like is the... Like just the like way a, they get outside, yeah, or like uh, <laughs> I forget how they describe it, whatever, and like replace this component. <laughs> it's a broomstick you have to use to yeah. bang the this part on the outside. Yeah, you have to replace it with a spare, uh, you know, AE thirty five. Um, and like uh, they're like, okay, um. We got to radio this back to Earth. Earth is like, okay, yeah. If Hal says it's fucked up, it's fucked up. You got to yeah. go replace it. Um, and then uh, they make they they had to like film a video, I think, explaining to like the press back on Earth like what they're doing. Uh huh. Um, I think that was just for exposition's sake. Yeah. Um, but apart from this minor problem, the mission is still going uneventfully and should continue on in the same manner. Mission Control, this is X-Ray Delta 1, 2104, transmission concluded. And that ends chapter 21. Tom, mm-hmm. uh, extravehicular capsules, that's what they called uh, Betty. Oh, yeah. Or that's what Betty is, uh, a space pod. Oh, okay. So like Spheres, instead of a suit, they go in this Yeah, thing. Sphere, but they still have to suit up. Yeah, well, you might as well. Sphere's about nine feet in diameter, and the operator sat behind a bay window, which gave him a splendid view. So, like, they go out, because, like, it's a huge fucking ship. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure the size of the ship. Yeah. Um, I explained it all last week, but you were not paying attention. You were at the beach and just didn't uh, give a shit. I was looking up uh, Weird Hollywood lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, uh, Pool goes out there. Hmm. He is in a suit, but like mm-hmm. he has to like get into Betty, yeah, go out there and then get out of Betty and then go switch the component. Okay, he brings it back. Bowman, the other guy, mm-hmm. he runs a test on it. And he's just like, you know what? So Betty's kind of like a little golf cart. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, it's like this AE thirty five that you just replaced, fully functional. There's nothing wrong with this. Um, and they're like, uh, all right, whatever. Um, the you know, uh, 
to kind of contact Mission Control. Sorry, I know there's a lot of like uh, bureaucracy. This book is a lot of like back and forth. Yeah. But like that's what makes it cool and realistic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they talk with Mission Control and they're like, yeah, we, we've confirmed this too. We like looked at the results of this. That's fully functional. Hal might be malfunctioning. Mm. So like keep an eye on Hal. Yeah. Um, if he fucks up again, tell us now. You might have to like, worst case scenario, like unplug Hal, like shut him off, shut him down. Yeah. And then- uh, Restart him. No. We wish they could just restart him. That would be so easy. But it's like, nope, then you guys are in control and it's all got to be human. Like Hal is there as a fail safe. Like uh, the humans, like presumably, should be able to do everything. There. Right? Yeah, they they've probably been trained how to do all of it. Yeah. Guess what happens later? What? Hal is like, hey, this new one that you put on, this is about to malfunction, and you only have twenty four hours. It's like Hal, come on, man. Yeah. Um, I think. What uh, do I look like? A bozo? I think it's Bowman, not Pool. Um, he's just like, I don't know about this. Um, but like, he, he like starts talking to Hal and he's like, are you sure about that? You were kind of like wrong about the last yeah. one. And I was like, I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, and, uh, then mission control is like, they beam in and they're like, look, Hal's wrong. This is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what the A35 thing is? What? It's the transmitter to Earth. Mm. So, uh, uh, Mission Control is telling them, like, look, he's wrong. That is fine. Like, it's transmitting Obviously, fine. we're talking to you, right? Yeah, and then, all of a sudden, ka-zoom. Ah. Transmission interrupted. Over. Yeah. Oh, looks like Hal was right. Looks like Hal was right. And uh, they actually apologize to Hal because you got to like, that's the way you talk to machines in the future. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, machine. What a sick world. Imagine <laughs> apologizing to your coffee maker, Tom. Um, My coffee maker should be apologizing to me for not working faster. Exactly. So they're like, okay, here's what they got to do. Um, they got to like, figure out how to fix this antenna now because mm-hmm. I don't think they have another replacement. And, like, you know, like, we, we got to figure out a way to, like, contact Earth at some point and, like, yeah. let them know that, like, Earth, like, mission control was fucking wrong. Mm. Anyway. Pool goes back out. Tom, you look re- very bored. Is no, this, I'm not bored. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to okay. just keep it all in my head here. Okay, so Pool's like, okay, here's what we do. I'm going to go get this new defective A35, AE35 unit back. I'll bring it in and we'll examine it and see what happens. Mm. He brings Betty out there. He does it. Um, now, here's where the weird stuff happens. Pool, I think he's like, I need more light. While he's outside or while yeah, he's yeah. inside? Yeah, yeah. He's out. Oh, okay. So he's out of Betty. He's like, uh-huh. and uh, he's like, Hal, can you like. Make the lighting yeah, better. Yeah, put the exterior lights on for a How minute. does it? Mm-hmm. But there's no verbal. Mm. Um, like usually he confirms, like I am doing this. I yeah, am putting like the Siri. lights on. Yeah, Siri exactly. always says something before. Yeah, and they're like, huh, weird. And Bowman is kind of like, mm-hmm. and then uh, Pool's like, hey, 
Betty is like moving towards me. That's not supposed to happen. Betty's supposed to stand there. Guess what? Betty picks up speed, moving towards him. Mm. And Pool is like, hey, you gotta like, you gotta, hey, Hal, Hal, put the brakes on Betty. Put the brakes yeah. on Betty. Betty smashes into him. Guess what? His, uh, his uh, Hose? suit opens. Uh-huh. Yeah, long story short, Pool's dead. Oh, man. Killed by Betty. Yeah. A freaking space from, pod. Uh, oh, I thought from the Archie comics. No, no, no. I think Veronica's more likely to be a cold-blooded yeah. killer. Yeah, yeah. Betty was more Apparently fun. Betty, the lady that plays Betty on Riverdale, uh-huh. not a nice lady. Every, a real diva. In what way? Wow, this is just what I read in the gossip rags. <laughs> All right. Um, whatever. Uh, so Bowman's the only guy now. <laughs> There's three asleep guys, um, and so uh, I'm going to do the rest of this part from memory. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, there's three asleep guys, and Bowman's like, okay, well, the protocol is we wake these guys up, and like we got to figure out and like yeah, start a new schedule, and then some of us here. will go back into hibernation, and some of them. Yeah. And Hal's like, nah, that's not. And I think this might be in the movie where it's like, uh, I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. You yeah. know that thing? And uh, uh, he's like, well, fucking like, no. Do we, do we... Yeah, I'm in charge. I'm a human. Exactly. Um, so he goes... Uh, to the hibernation station or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, okay, there's a manual override here. I'll wake these guys up. As he's uh, doing that, and he also threatens, like, Hal, I can disconnect you. So, like, don't try to stop me from doing this. Mm-hmm. He does that. So as he's, like, going and waking these dudes up from their hibernation, the airlock opens. Um, and then basically uh, th- these three uh, hibernating astronauts are all dead now um because like uh, the airlock because they went into space (laughs) exactly so uh it's just bowman and hal now yeah what a what an unlikely duo yeah um and like uh bowman was just like fuck like i'm gonna die the airlock is open yeah hal i think is fucking me um so he uh he uh disconnects hal Okay, finally. Booming on the ship. Yeah. All alone. Guess what? Everything comes back to normal. The airlock's closed. Guess what? What? A connection with Earth. Oh, comes back online. Yeah, turns out there was never anything wrong with it. Al had cut it off. All the dead guys come back inside. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> they're, and they're all fine. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's all right. And then uh, they have Ginger, a big party. stop licking. Ginger. And, hey, stop licking. Do you want me to clap at her? <laughs> no. It's fine. Oh, I don't clap hiss at, her. at me. She's hissing at me. I told him to let you keep licking. Lay down. She's lying down. <laughs> Put your head down. No licking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, uh so I, got, so I got my own howl I'm dealing with over here. <laughs> at this point, um they have to come clean with him cuz Bowman's the only guy on this ship now. Oh, okay. Um and guess who's back? Hal. Our old friend, hey, would you blow me? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And he's like, "All right, here's the real mission." Um you got to get those monkeys off the moon. 
No, remember when they found the slab on the moon? <laughs> right. The, uh, but we never found the monkeys. That's what you're... No, the rather. monkeys were fucking centuries ago, Tom. The monkeys are all dead. It's fine. They know what we happened know, to the Maybe mon- that slab gave them uh, immortality. Anyway, uh, the monolith... Remember the one they found on the moon? Yeah, it and made then, like, a it, signal. Yeah, and they're mm. like... Uh, when it was exposed to sunlight for the mm. first time... Um. Those waves, or one of them, moved towards Saturn. Um, one of Saturn's moon, Japetus? Japetus. <laughs> J-A-P-E-T-U-S. Japetus? Japetus? Um, yeah. But for I've some reason, before, I don't think. it's six times brighter on one side of its orbit than on the other. Oh, that's suspicious. Yeah. So he's supposed to go there, Saturn's yeah. moon, Japetus, Japetus, mm. and figure out what's going on there. Yeah. Um, Go to that moon and say, hey, who turned on the lights? And they assume it's life. They don't know if it's friendly. They don't know if right. it's hostile. Um, but it's vital. It's a mm-hmm. vital mission. So that's what he learns. Um, we don't know why Hal fucking freaked the fuck out, yeah, other yeah, than the like- fact that, like, um, might be an allegory for something that a lot of people think this is a like this whole book is about the danger of nuclear weapons mm-hmm. which i think makes sense like when it was written like yeah I think people oh yeah, are just yeah. Like, it was in the wake of that yeah and i think this is also the time when people were talking about um nuclear weapons being like kind of like well you know if adversaries have a was the mutually assured destruction where it's like that protects everybody and like yeah. it acts, makes everybody seem rational, uh, act rational. Mm-hmm. And I think like Hal is especially like a metaphor for like, well, what if like we think everything is rational, but then it just starts getting irrational out of nowhere? Yeah, um, we might be seeing a little bit of that right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. What if? What if then somebody just throws a wrench into everything and uh, tests whether uh, this is gonna everything's going to stay rational or not. So anyway, Mm -hmm. as we're hurtling towards the end of this book, 2001 A Space Odyssey, the the spacecraft Discovery is hurtling towards Mm. uh, Japetus, the moon of Saturn, to find out just what's going on there. Uh, And we'll find out next week. Dave has a lot in common with the booksmen themselves. He's got a lot in common with uh, Dave Seville. (laughs) <laughs> Who could control the chipmunks? He couldn't control Hal. <laughs> Hal is kind of like Alvin. Yeah. Hal, Alvin. It might just be an allegory for uh, Alvin and the chipmunks. He often goes, Hal. <laughs> Alvin. Uh, well, you're still enjoying the book, though? I'm still really liking yeah, the book, I'm Tom. looking forward to watching this movie. I feel like I tried to watch the movie. You know what the movie's like? What? Boom, 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 boom. Ginger, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. She's like, oh, I've heard that. I've heard that song before. What's that from? 2001, A Space Odyssey? Tom, you want to know what I have? What? The soundtrack to this movie on vinyl. Wow. I've been listening to it around the house a little bit. Uh, Did you buy it recently? No. uh, My wife had it in her collection. She doesn't know where it came from. (laughs) Okay. Oh, maybe Hal himself put it in there. Yeah. You never know. Uh, Well... Uh, another thrilling 
part. I look forward to the thrilling conclusion. I look uh, even more forward to watching this movie for myself. I've tried to watch it before. And I think I fell asleep. So, uh, but now I feel like I'm I'm gonna go into it prepared. Yeah, with some ideas about what's going on. You should on. smoke some grass when some you do it. Some grass. Yeah. Well, then I'll really just fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Tom. Oh, is it great? Tom, I got a question about HBO Max. Uh huh. Um. My mustache is itchy. Sorry. I have a separate uh profile from you. Yes. I use your mom's cable login. Uh, of course. Um, when I go in to watch Hacks, uh-huh. somebody's watching Hacks on my profile. Huh. It's not me. I know. Well, you have your own profile. Yeah. Huh. This is quite a mystery, <laughs> huh? Might have to change my mom's password. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's not be rash. Oh, no, it was actually me. I meant to do that. No, that isn't because I don't think anybody else has that password, hmm. or nobody should. Huh? I don't know who would. Well, we'll maybe have to figure out this mystery next week. Ooh, unless you know, I've been I've been having trouble, or not trouble, but I've been thinking lately. Like I've been logging into a few places because I've been like traveling, ah. and then like a few times I've been like, oh, I gotta remember like log out of this shit before yeah. I leave. I did that uh, when we were in Vermont with ESPN because uh, people yeah. want to watch the game. And I was like, ah, I can sign in. And then th- that I did re- remember to sign out of. But uh, one of those, I think Roku now has like a sign out everywhere. No, has like a uh, like a visitor thing, like an Airbnb oh, right. mode. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like after three days, it just signs everything yeah. out. Yeah, but there are people who are going to... Oh, I guess you could do it if you're at the house. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll just... I'll change everything I'll send no, you. It doesn't matter, Tom. I, I'll I, send, I, I know where I'm at next. I'll send you the new password. I don't think you Look, will. Look, I don't want somebody uh, ordering uh, smut with my mom's password That's out there, true. Tim. Tom, I hear that they're bringing back the late night section of HBO Max. Are they? Where'd you hear that? Um, Some smut forum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard that that was like one of the things that like uh, <laughs> you know how the Discovery most about Discovery took uh, yeah like took in, HBO over Warner merged. yeah and they were like bring the smut back yeah I think that that uh, the the Discovery CEO who's like heading the whole thing is just like. That'll probably increase subscription. Yeah. We'd be the only streaming service that has like That's true. a dedicated like smut section. Yeah, like, it's like uh, we, we could monetize all these old episodes of real sex. Yeah, it'll sit right next to Sesame Workshop and Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like, uh, yeah, you'll be the only streaming service with smut on it for a reason because everybody else is like, yeah, this isn't worth like the complaints we'll get and like yeah the, i don't know like back they'll, in, they'll just have to in figure like out linear cable days yeah. it wasn't like like it was just on a different channel a kid could like get there like there's actually more protections that they could do through like yeah passwords yeah it's gotta stuff. do like a pin pin or something yeah. like that well i'm uh, excited to hear that that was one of the most upsetting things to go away when hbo turned into hbo max i mean taxi cab confessions wasn't always smut it was sometimes it was just interesting yeah sometimes it was just like sad stories yeah sometimes yeah. you like to hear sad true stories <laughs> late at night <laughs> 
well, Tim, then I'm extra going to have to uh, change this password. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want somebody watching old episodes of uh, Dream On with my mom's <laughs> password. Is Dream On part of the After Dark? <sighs> I maybe not. Um, Cat House. I feel like that was yes. Uh, that was, that was like a spinoff of uh, of real sex. That uh, was like just like a brothel that they yeah, put cameras just, in, right? Yeah, it was just like a like uh, what if real world took place in like a Nevada brothel. Now, what happened with that? the The patrons that came in mm-hmm. did they get their like uh, sessions comped? If that they allowed... had to have been what? Yeah, yeah, that was a thing I never understood about it. That was like, who on earth is like? Oh, you're filming all this? Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to film me actually having sex too? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, it must have been that. It was just like Compton. That mm. they, they asked people that were just like, oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I don't care. Hey, takes all kinds. All right. It's not like one day this is going to be available in an app worldwide. Yeah. That anybody with their friend's mom's password is going to be able to watch. All right. Uh, hey, thanks, everybody, for being patrons. We love you very much. Um, sound off in the comments. Hashtag Suit Squad. Um, are you going to watch 2001 A Space Odyssey? Uh, if you plan on watching it and don't have an HBO Max account, <laughs> Email me, I'll give you Tom's mom's password. <laughs> it's probably one of these bastards that has the password <laughs> in the first there. Been watching hacks on your account. That was Thomas's uh, mystery box prize. <laughs> My mom's HBO Max <laughs> yeah. password. That would be a pretty good mystery <laughs> prize, but uh... as long as you don't watch hacks on my freaking account, yeah, and, it and... up. <sighs> It'd be tricky. He, he, you know, he'd have to create his own profile, and that would tip me off that somebody had the <laughs> password. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yeah, like Tim said, we'll see you next week.